Greetings to my listeners all around the world. Welcome to Safe Dividend Investing's podcast number 122 on June 29th of 2023. My name is Ian Duncan MacDonald. In today's podcast, I will be answering six interesting investment questions. But before I begin, I'd like to remind listeners that the purpose of my podcasts and my books is to show those with patience and common sense that they are capable of successfully managing their own investment portfolios. They just need to be shown how easily and safely it can be done. Achieving lifetime financial independence as a self-directed investor is possible, and my objective is to show you how. Question number one. If everyone invests in stocks, would this mean that everyone would potentially become rich or just a few? The important word in this question is potential. Obviously, if you are not invested in the stock market, you have zero potential from getting rich from the stock market. Thus, if you are invested in the stock market, you have taken the first step of potentially getting rich from the stock market. There is no mastermind controlling the stock market or picking who becomes rich from investing in stocks. The stock market is an auction vehicle where optimistic speculators bid on the stocks being sold at auction by the stock owner's pessimistic speculators. If the buyer and the seller cannot reach an agreement on an acceptable transaction price, nothing happens. With millions of independent investors bidding on stocks, it is impossible to accurately predict where the price for a stock will be at at any given moment in the future. Stock prices never move in a straight line. If you are intent upon becoming rich by buying the stock at a low price and selling it at a higher price, you are making buying and selling decisions based on trying to grasp something that is almost as liquid as water. How rich is rich? How long are you willing to wait to limit your degree of richness? As a speculator, you must sell the stock to create cash wealth. Time is a critical consideration. Do you sell when you've made one cent or when you've made one million dollars? The only way I have found to get rich in the stock market is to forget about speculating and invest in 20 financially strong companies paying high dividends. This approach to investing makes share prices almost irrelevant. Even during market crashes, when all stock prices can drop 50%, financially strong companies will most likely to continue to pay their high dividends. Historical records prove this. Your dividend income allows you to wait for the share price 
of your strong companies to green rise to new highs. If you reinvest your dividend income into your portfolio, you could expect to see your strong portfolio doubling within five years. Is this rich enough for you? Question number two. The share price of my dividend-paying stocks are currently below what I paid for them. Will I still get paid the regular dividends? Did you think that dividend stocks only increase in value? When you invest in financially strong companies paying high dividends, their share prices almost become irrelevant. Your expectation is that you will live off the dividend income for the rest of your life and never need to sell your shares. You will soon realize that there is no direct connection between share prices and dividend payouts. Dividends are paid from profits. Profits are derived from the revenue and expense decisions made by the company's executives. Share prices are derived from the often emotional, impulsive decisions made by speculators. I score stocks using the IDM stock scoring software. As long as the score of a stock is over 50 and the dividend yield percent is over 5%, I do nothing. Collect my steady dividends and find something more important to worry about. The share prices of many high dividend stocks are down right now. They go through periods like this. Now is a good time to buy strong dividend stocks. You can buy them at bargain prices. Look at the stock's 24-year history of share prices and dividend payouts. You will usually see that while share prices rise over many years, that they do go up and down. However, in most cases, dividend payouts increase steadily and at a faster rate than share prices. Question number three. What is your personal experience with investing in companies that pay dividends? I've lived off my dividend income for almost 20 years. I invest in 20 financially strong stocks that pay dividends over 5%. My experience has been that the share price of these companies increased by about 12% most years. The dividend payouts increase by more than that percent. This keeps me well ahead of inflation. Investing in 20 minimizes the risk. If one stock deviates from its historical upward trend, the other stocks in the portfolio offset the deviation. Even during the 2008 and 2020 market crashes, the regular dividend payments came in, just like clockwork. Dividends that are derived from profits are the result of logical revenue and expense decisions made by the executives of corporations. They are divorced from the share prices resulting from 
emotional, often ill-informed decisions made by the speculators who cause market crashes. I can go for a year without making a change to my portfolio. Many of the carefully chosen stocks have been in my portfolio for more than 10 years. I started off with a six-figure digit portfolio and it has grown to seven figures, giving me a growing six-digit income. This sure beats investing in mutual funds and liquidating 4% of the fund each year to live on. Mutual fund investors have good reason to worry about outliving their investments. Since my dividend income exceeds my needs, any surplus money is invested back into the 20 stocks. I built stock scoring software to help me sort out the 20 best stocks for my portfolio from the 16,200 stocks that North American investors can buy. You can learn more about this way of investing at my website. You can go to www.informus.ca. Investing this way only works if you are a self-directed investor because investment advisor fees, charges, and commissions eat up too much of your dividend income. I have found few investment advisors who have any understanding or any appreciation of the benefits of investing in dividend stocks. Probably because with a strong dividend portfolio that you intend to hold for the rest of your life, what would you need an investment advisor for? Question number four. How can you get rich from the stock market without investing any money? Thousands make fortunes from the stock market without investing a penny. They become investment advisors, investment analysts, fund managers, stock promoters, and so on. There's a whole industry set up to sell services and products to those who invest in the stock market. There is no requirement that you have to be invested in the stock market to be an expert in it. Experts are rarely, if ever, required to disclose to the typical financially illiterate investor what they have invested in the stock market. These experts let their clients and readers naively assume that they must be successfully invested in the stock market. How else could they have all the answers to generating wealth from it? Their clients rarely think to ask the question, if you are such an expert investor, why are you still working? The stock market is a bit like the Yukon gold rush. Tens of thousands pursuing the dreams of easy riches frantically search the Yukon wilderness for gold. A very small number did get rich, but most lost money in their quest for wealth. However, those who set up the brothels, 
saloons, casinos, hardware stores, and banks to separate as much money as they could from the miners and the ones who made the real fortunes. The financial service industry selling the dream of easy riches as the safest way to wealth is not much different. The industry is intent on transferring as much money from the pockets of ill-informed, trusting, naive investors to their pockets. After I answered this question, I received a query from a reader who read it. He wanted to know which of my books I would suggest for someone who had never previously invested and had a little understanding of accounting. I replied that all my books are written with the image of financially illiterate 80-year-old widow in mind. She was the first person who sought my help in becoming a self-directed investor. She is also the one who pushed me to write my investment books to help others like herself. Much of her story is in the first book, Income and Wealth from Self-Directed Investing. This book does a good job of warning new investors of all the sharks out there who can take away your money and give nothing in return. I would advise starting with that one. You do not need an understanding of accounting. I have made the steps in investing as simple and easy to follow as possible. You will learn what you must do and how to do it. Question number five. If you have to invest so much in a stock to get a decent dividend income, how can it be better than speculating on buying a stock at a low price and selling it at a high price? I've lived off my dividend income for almost 20 years. I have seen no downside. I invest in 20 financially strong stocks that pay dividends over 5%. My experience has been that the share price of these companies increase by about 12% most years. The dividend payouts often increase by more than share price percentage of increase to maintain a consistently high dividend yield percent. A $10 stock paying a dividend yield percent of 5% pays out an annual dividend of 50 cents. It must pay out a dividend of $1 when the share price rises to 20 if the management of the company wishes to maintain the 5% dividend yield. If they only increase the dividend payout by 10% or by 5 cents, the 55 cent dividend yield would cause the previous 5% dividend yield to drop below 5%. This could make the stock unattractive to dividend investors and might cause the share price to drop below the $20. Investing in 20 high dividend financially strong stocks minimizes the risk. If one stock should deviate from its historical upward trends in share price and dividend payouts, the other growing stocks in the portfolio offset the deviation. 
even during the 2008 and 2020 market crashes, the regular dividend payments came in like clockwork, despite a drop in almost all share prices. The safe revenue source is possible because dividends are derived from profits, which are the result of logical revenue and expense decisions made by the executives of corporations. Dividends are removed from the often emotional, impulsive buy and sell decisions made by the speculators who cause market crashes. Safe dividend investing only seems to work if you are a self-directed investor because investment advisor fees, charges, and commissions would eat up too much of your dividend income. I have found few investment advisors have any understanding or any appreciation of the benefits of investing in dividend stocks. Probably because with a strong dividend portfolio that you intend on for the rest of your life, what do you need an investment advisor for? Question number six. What happens to someone who invests all their money in one stock and that company goes bankrupt? They lose what they have invested in the bankrupt company. Investors in such a company are at the end of the line of creditors owed money by the bankrupt company. The odds of ever receiving any compensation from the bankrupt estate are as close to zero as you can get. For many years, I operated a large commercial collection agency. About 20% of the collection claims had to be written off as uncollectible because the companies had gone bankrupt. I can remember only one incident where the shareholders received a payment from a bankrupt estate. The bankrupt company had owned real estate that had greatly appreciated in value. When it was sold by the trustee in bankruptcy, all the creditors got paid in full and somebody was left for the investors. If they had sold the property before going bankrupt, they could probably have avoided bankruptcy. Bankruptcy is the conscious act of failing to meet your debts as they come due. This is why you spread your wealth evenly among the stocks of at least 20 financially strong companies. What you lose on one will be offset by the gain in the other stocks. That's all for this week. But I wonder, is anyone listening to this podcast a seller of mutual funds? I would love to hear what their answers to the following questions would be. One, how much do they get paid initially for selling a $100,000 mutual fund and how much do they get every year thereafter? Two, how many clients do they have? How much time do they spend with each client? How does this relate back to their income and what they are earning per client per hour? Three, what are their monthly sales quotas and what happens if they don't make them? Number four, have they ever built a financially strong portfolio of stocks paying a high dividends? 
How did they go about doing it? Number five, have they ever sold an annuity and how much commission did they make? If I do get a reply, it might be worth sharing. Their reply should be sent to imacd at informus.ca. That's I-M-A-C-D at informus, I-N-F-O-R-M-U-S dot C-A. Thanks for listening. If you wish more information on investing and stock scoring, please visit my website, www.saferbetterdividendinvesting.com.